You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. As we started this project, it was how can we strip the machine away for a minute and think about the movement and how can we create a machine built around the movement instead of one movement is created by the machine, right? So it's that that sort of shift in approach and thought. And then the biggest challenge with with a project like that or really focusing on it is we had to strike this subtle balance between this natural aesthetic beauty and visual simplicity, but with this very pure functional efficiency. So in a way, the utility and function defines the design of Climber. That you know led us down a very specific path of communicating the entire experience because at the end of the day, you want the machine and the actual physical aspects to fade away and, and for the user to just move their body. That was Nat Caruthers. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, Marnie on the Move listeners. Welcome and welcome back. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I sync up with Climber co-founder and chief design officer, Nat Caruthers. But first, shout out to our sponsors, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. They are my go-to for understanding my inner health, looking at my blood levels, and getting great nutritional insight. Inside Tracker transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed recommendations you need to reach your goals. Take control of your health and wellness. Unlock the power of your potential. Use our code for 20% off. Thank you, MOTM. And of course, there's a link in the show notes. Now, back to Nat. When Nat Caruthers co-founded the newest innovation in fitness technology, Climber, he knew he had found the perfect combination of his two greatest passions, fitness and industrial design. Climber is an ergonomic and innovative vertical climbing machine. It's the first vertical climber to feature a large format touch display with on-demand instructor-led classes. After launching during the pandemic and seeing incredible numbers in pre-sale orders, Climber is the at-home workout machine we've all been waiting for. By combining both cardio and strength training, Climber engages over 80% of muscles, making it an ideal low-impact workout in 30 minutes or less. On this episode, Nat and I sync up about his early love for industrial design, his desire to create an exercise machine that was built around the movement of the whole body, not just one muscle group. We talk all things entrepreneurship, from Nat's early career with his own agency to launching Climber and gaining a host of celebrity investors. We chat about what to expect from the Climber machine. Spoiler alert, expect awesome digital workouts, 
taught by real instructors, community challenges, and the ability to exercise with friends and followers. Nat talks transitioning the lessons he learned while growing up on competitive sports teams to building his business. He also gives me some insight into the exercise and wellness routines that fuel him for success. I hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do, leave us a review. It's easy. Head over to the app on your phone or whatever device you're listening on. Click on Apple. Click on Marnie on the Move. Scroll through the episodes. Click on the five stars and leave us an awesome review. Also, share this episode or any and all episodes you like on your social feeds, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you're sharing, feel free to share the podcast and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Now, on to our conversation with Nat. Tell me about Climber and how it came to fruition. Yeah, so Climber, you know, I think the best way to sort of describe how it came about and, and what it is, is it really comes out of, and I think really great design generally does, is out of ideas and concepts that you're, you're really trying to communicate at the end of the day to, to the greater audience or community. So, so, you know, when Avram and I first started talking about Climber, it was how can we take a machine, right? This, this wonderful piece of fitness equipment and deliver an experience, right? At Home Connected Fitness was getting going. It was a very exciting time. Saw this great opportunity. But if at Home Connected Fitness, it was to pick a machine, to pick a modality that could deliver what we believed was the best most simplified expression of, of movement, right? Which is, right. you know, the cross crawl pattern and this climbing movement is just, right? We all are born, we begin to crawl and it's it's doing that at a sort of a 75 degree angle. So, so many different benefits, both physically low impact, engaging, you know, 85 plus percent of your muscles, wildly efficient in terms of, of cardio, but with the resistance that's in the system, you can do it much quicker. So right. that's sort of a, just a big picture of, of climber and, and the idea behind the machine. Originally, you're an industrial design specialist. That's your background, mm-hmm. design. Mm-hmm. Where did your passion for design begin and how did it get you to where you are now? That's a really great question. I didn't actually learn about industrial design or even know that it was a field or a job that someone could have until, until much later after college, actually. I found it and went back to school for industrial design. But I think I've always sort of had a preoccupation with how things are made and, and physical form and, and the importance they play in our lives. When you see products that have this deep care and thought, it's almost polarizing to the moment of where you were, when you touched them, what you experienced with them. And there's a sense of care and thought that gets translated across that design. And I just remember being captivated by various points in life with products that, that you know, used or experienced. And later after college, I had done biology and art. So always this fascination with how things worked was always taking things apart, trying to put them back right. together and but it wasn't until after I started searching, like this, this must be a real field. There's someone's creating all of these things around us, right? It's being designed and, and then found industrial design and, and went back to school and then was, was full steam ahead. It was just a true passion there. And the, do you remember the first thing that you designed? The very first thing, one of the biggest projects uh, that I designed in design school um, specifically saying, uh, you know, first real industrial design project was, was for a company called Fixie. It was this makeup repair kit. 
um, it was a competition in school and, you know, you paired up with someone else in the class and the real client came in and, and had a real problem that you were looking to solve. Right. And, you know, there was prizes and the whole thing. And, and my partner and I, we won, won the competition. And then afterwards it was sort of timing up with right when I was, was transitioning from school there. And they said, Hey, let's help us take this really to market and right. had so many unique and complex challenges and, you know, from what they wanted it to achieve and then how small the cost and all these pieces, there was a really interesting project, but that, that stands out as the real sort of first tangible object that, that went somewhere. Uh, interesting. Now, before you got involved with Climber, you had your own agency, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you've worked on many great projects. So how is it now? Mm-hmm. And now you've got this major, major project that you're working on with Climber. So how do you make that transition to kind of focus on one project? Or are you still running your agency as well? Yeah, so it's a really good question. I had started with Climber, right? It it was just idea, right? It wasn't even really a company at the time. It was, you know, can we make something like this happen? And it was actually with my agency at the the time. I, I no longer have since dissolved the agency but at the time it was let's see if what what this turns into and you know there are certain products and certain things that you just want to be fully engrossed in and when when you can be a hundred percent in all the time on a singular project it's so much more expansive what you can experience the design the intent the things that you can do also just you know the machine at the end of the day, hope it sort of fades away to, to the experience as a whole. Right. And so for this, it was, I had to be all in after we saw what this could be for, for me to continue to take it forward the way that it deserved. You know, I know that design, your industrial design is something that really solves a problem, something that doesn't exist in mm-hmm. the universe. So what did you see with Climber? Like, how is this building a solution for something that's missing on the exercise landscape. Yeah. It, if you look at the Versa Climber before, which was right. obviously one of the best sort of totems to, to what the climbing modality is, right. They sort of built the industry around that machine and it's a, it's a wonderful piece of equipment. The challenge was it, it, it lacked innovation. It lacked really deep inside of how it best catered to the motion, the movement of the body. And so as we started this project, it was how can we strip the machine away for a minute and think about the movement and how can we create a machine built around the movement instead of one movement is created by the machine, right? So it's that that sort of shift in approach and thought. And then the biggest challenge with with a project like that or really focusing on it is we had to strike this subtle balance between this natural aesthetic beauty and visual simplicity, but with this you know very pure functional efficiency. Right. So in a way, the utility and function defines the design of climber. That you know led us down a very specific path of communicating the entire experience because at the end of the day, you want, the machine and the actual physical aspects to fade away and, and for the user to just move their body, right? That's, that's yeah. why running, right? Running is sort of the most free expression of movement, right? This is sort of the same thing, but you're on this machine. And so you didn't want to feel tethered. You don't want to feel tied into the experience. And for us, that's what that's what led the decisions behind what, we, what we've done. The Versa Climber and that workout is an amazing, low-impact, full-body workout. I used to use it at the gym 
and I don't know if you are part of Avram's company with Rise Nation. Were you part of that or? I, I was not. I, okay. I had I had worked with Avram previously, the agency previously around climbing gyms and concepts around okay. that idea prior to him him establishing the Rise Nation gyms. So I was very familiar with the modality. We had talked a lot about it. That's actually what led him to, I think, reaching back out. It was probably about a year and a half later once he had his Rise Nation studios up and going. And, you know, for him, it was this idea, this this constant, brilliant entrepreneurial mind that, you know, is that all entrepreneurs share is just, there's got to be a better way. There's yeah. got to be a better machine out there. And and that's what sort of ignited that first conversation of it's an amazing movement, <laughs> really amazing movement. It's such a tough. Yeah, I know. Cause I was at the gym and I'm like, when is somebody going to just take this Versa climber and turn it into something amazing? And then he did. And now you did with climber. When did you guys launch officially? So, so we, we launched officially, uh, we started work on the project at the very end of like December, 2018 in that time frame. And then it wasn't until about June of July of 2019 that there was the true formalization of the business. But but there was a lot lot precursor of, of what Climber was prior to that, working towards this machine and this concept. I think that's like totally the way all businesses start, right? It's like you start with Absolutely. one idea and then by the time you're like ready to launch, it's like 20 ideas later. You did a you mm-hmm. had a really cool crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. You raised over half a million dollars in sales within 24 hours. So, where are you now in your launch cycle? Are you shipping? Are people, you know, how many people have the machines? Yeah, that's a great another great question. We'll be shipping at about midsummer is okay. our intent. So towards the end of June, early July, we'll be delivering the first units to customers. And right now, in terms of our total cycle, we're finishing any final tooling and modifications just to our design, really perfecting everything um, in our preparation for initial production. And that all happened during the pandemic, like all did. that, which is oh, huge. Mm-hmm. A, a, a large majority of of the development and everything we've done has happened during the pandemic and as a result in some some aspects of the that's pandemic. kind of like a silver lining because now everybody's trying to build gyms at home it is we feel we feel very blessed in a lot of ways to be able to be so focused and impassioned on a project that that, that we hope can bring this amazing experience to people even if the pandemic hopefully finds quick resolution uh, but but at the very least, this amazing experience in that time as well. And you have some pretty heavy celebrity investors like Pitbull, Jay-Z. Was this organic or was it part of your strategy with the brand? Yeah, a lot of it, you know, I think it's a dual approach, obviously. But but initially it came out of organic natural interest in the project and what we were doing and a sort of affinity an appreciation for for either the machine, the modality, the workout, the design, all of those were a big part of the initial attraction. And then obviously there's there's strategy that that grows from that right. position. But again, it started from a very organic place of just interest and, and appreciation for this sort of underserved area and modality in the fitness space. Did you have an initial group of machines that you sent out to influencers? Like, how did it work when you launched? Like, what was, how did you get people to experience Climber before they really experienced it? Yeah, so it it was obviously complicated by 
COVID yeah. and having, you know, being able to travel. We had a lot of things planned, you know, planned to be part of bigger trade shows, right? Showing the machine off. And, and that we had to take a very different approach, which was special invitations to people to come see the machine. Um, we had, you know, started an earlier sort of campaign marketing effort to just put put it out there and what right. we were planning to do and then the machine and where we were going with it. And that was sort of the, or, the impetus of that organic inflow of interest. And I, you know, people reaching out because they saw it and had been looking for this. I think people who've experienced the modality before, you know, they know how amazing it is, but they're just, that's always that sticking point of like, but there's something missing to this. And when is somebody like the thought you had, when is somebody going to come in and really change how this is done and make it a really pleasant experience and yeah. an amazing machine? I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful machine. So I think it's great addition to your home as extension of your design and your furniture. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about the content? Like, how are you programming it? Tell me about the workouts and maybe some of the instructors that you already have on board, what kind of instructors you have and classes, so what people can look forward to. Yeah, that was that was a big piece of, of you know, we talked about diving full into climbers as opposed to just consulting with, but we talk about the experience as a whole. There's the machine that at the end of the day, we hope fades to the background, right? right. It obviously is a, is a key piece to the puzzle, but, but it's that experience when you step onto the pedals and reach up to the handles and, and are looking at the screen and the content and that experience that comes through for us, it's a big piece is about efficiency. So the UI design, the UX, everything we've put our effort into there defaults to just a quick, easy way to get in your workout, you know, pure 15 minutes, 10 minutes, anything on this machine. We just want to get people moving, right? This idea and connection to wellness. We do have trainers. We have classes, on-demand classes that are going to be the, the bulk of that climbing experience with instructors. Um, I think Krista Delabovi, I think most people have seen uh, all over our Instagram. She's our lead lead trainer and yeah. and the brilliant mind behind a lot of the, the classes and content that we'll be creating. And we have a whole whole nother group of of trainers that we've recently brought on board um, that I think people will recognize from from other places. And the content, you know, we have both the on-demand content, we'll have challenges, some some live aspects of it where you can do sort of these live challenges or climb with friends just for that community aspect of the, the app. And again, we see this as a way to take the digital part of our experience and have it seamlessly integrate into your life. Right. Because there's the experience on the machine and that hopefully is only 30 minutes, right? Whenever right. you can carve out the time you need for a workout, or for some, maybe it's longer, but we know we can get an amazing workout in 30 minutes or less. And then taking that experience and taking it with you, right? Having the machine and you feel connected as you go about your day. So scheduling workouts, the seamless integration between the, you know, the phone that you carry in your pocket and the machine that you leave at home. We want it to be this seamless integration. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot now between digital and physical in general that people are really used to having that connection to whether it's something like climber who maybe you'll have class you'll have classes and you know people will have there'll be merch and there'll be a whole culture and community around the brand and I think that there is like this blend sort of thing happening right in the universe and with consumers in the world of fitness, at home fitness, where, 
you know, people are really proud of whatever it is that they have, whatever piece of equipment it is they have at home. And it's like running or like any other sports community. It's when you're in it, you're in it. And there's like a special language. I hope I see that with Climber because I feel like it's really innovative. I mean, the workout in and of itself and the equipment, it's really super innovative and game changing for the fitness scene and for at home fitness. So no, that's just really wonderful to hear because that's, that is obviously the goal. You know? I'm all about things that are new and cool and innovative and pioneering. And so I think there's billions of treadmills, but like there aren't with the climbing machines. Can you talk about Rise Nation at all? Or, you know, I know that Avram, he has two, there's a few locations, right? There's LA, there's Colorado. Yeah. So, so Rise Nation is, is, was founded by Jason Walsh, who's a, a trainer and he founded the concept and Avram has two of those gyms. Um, uh, in Colorado. So that's just curious. So where are you based mm-hmm. right now? So I'm currently in Austin, Texas. Um, oh. but I will, I will probably be, I spend quite a bit of time in Denver and, and we'll be spending even more, more over the you know coming months there. Are well. you from Austin originally? I love Austin. So I'm actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm from, I'm from Colorado. I grew up in Boulder just, yeah. And my sisters lived in Austin for quite a while and my brother moved down here and um, I was just, it was an awesome place. And I made the move right, right before Auburn reached out to me and we started talking about climber. I had just, I had just moved here. So. That's great. I've been there a few times. I actually made the mistake of going for a bike ride at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I know it's funny cause I should have known, but anyway, so what do you do to stay fit? I mean, you're in Austin, so there's so much to do there. Yeah, I was all, all kinds. Of, you know, I've I've recently really been enjoying paddleboarding. Um, is, is one of the ways. It's great to get out on on the lake, right, right by downtown, and and paddle, and then lots of other great locations to do that. I, I like to do a lot of different things. <laughs> it's, it, there's no ones. I swam growing up and in college, and so every time I get an opportunity to get in a pool, I'll, I'll definitely jump in and enjoy that just for yeah. a great full body. Do you ever kind go of craving... to like Barton Springs or is it too cold for you? No, I do. I do enjoy that. Barton Springs is a great place to go. There's a, there's a few other really great pools and, and open water areas. Um, you know, I, I've been so focused on climber. It's, it's really hard to not have it every day <laughs> to work out. Right. I just, I really would love that to be it. I've, I've started running a bunch more okay. uh, as well, just cause it, sort of at the end of a long day, it's, it's easy to just throw on some shoes and head out the door and, and, and sort of process. It's my time to think in a different way. And so that's, that's been a, a nice new addition to my, my workout. Running is great. And especially if you can just, it's the easiest thing to do, honestly, like all you need is a pair of sneakers. But I do think for me, like as a runner, that in the times where I've been injured or had issues with training I've always deferred to like the Versa climber in the gym or the elliptical but I'm you know just to keep my fitness up so been like athletic your whole life or was it more design or more fitness inspired that brought you into or attracted you to climber as a project I think it's a it's a really unique balance of both right I've always always loved design but but I knew sports and athletics and moving my whole life, right? I've, I've, I've played basketball, pretty much most sports growing up, uh, 
decided I'd swim in college at the collegiate level and then did that just because I had sort of, a, I guess, an affinity for it or yeah. it's where I felt my I could really focus in my skills. And so I've always been fascinated, one, by just how the human body moves and and it's sort of this fundamental aspect of health, right, is just getting up and moving and being fit and enjoying fitness of any kind. And so that that was something I always felt very connected to and very sure of as a process and comfortable doing. There wasn't a, you know, someone, oh, come, come join or try this new thing modality. I'm in, let's try it out. Let's do it. And that's, I mean, that's how I I first found climbing, right? was a a friend said, Hey, there's this new gym. They have these, you know, Versa climbers come try this. And I I knew what the first one was, Hey, I'll, I'll give it a try. Why not? Sounds interesting. And I mean, it's an amazing workout, but, but the whole time you're climbing, there's a pole, you know, an inch from your face and (laughs) you feel sort of boxed in and you can't really experience like the experience is really tough. But when you leave, you sort of have that same, like there's the runner's high, there's, you feel liberated in this amazing way. And so, so for that, the the fitness piece of life was always very comfortable. And then I found, found design. And and when this project presented and this, this opportunity, it seemed like this perfect moment, you know, I'd worked on some other things related to the fitness market, but this was the first one that was this really natural and authentic expression of these two worlds colliding in this really interesting way. Yeah. I mean, sounds like it. You know, I always like to ask, and since you're a swimmer, I always like to dive into how exercise and fitness has influenced or inspired your entrepreneurship, your career, and what you do in terms of innovation. And if there are any lessons that you might draw attention to that are like parallels. Yeah, I'd say it's one of the biggest influences in, in my life is, is probably the lessons learned through being involved in athletics and sports and, and various things like that, even even swimming. The lessons, anytime you're pursuing physical improvement, right, in athletics of any kind, there's you kind of are constantly looking at how you can hone your hatchet, what you can do to improve, how you can evolve. And it happens almost naturally, right? Your body's doing it, even if you're not engaging mentally. And when you can engage mentally, it's it's a whole nother thing. And so always looking for ways of just finding levels of improvement, how you can do it differently, working smarter, not always harder. And this unrelenting pursuit of of something greater. And when you can revel in the the process, you yeah. know that the destination in a lot of ways takes care of itself. Um, you'll get there. And it may be way better than you could have originally imagined, right? You set these great goals, but if you're if you're truly enjoying the work, right? Do the work. If you can enjoy that process and find something that you're connected to and passionate about, it'll take you in amazing places. And that's something that it's that I've learned specifically. What can we look forward to in uh, 2021 with Climber? Definitely, you know, it's introduction and true launch to, to delivering to a core group of people, right, who've, who've been part of our pre-order. Over the first, you know, six months to a year, our digital platform will continue to, to add new features and enhancements and interesting content, not all necessarily coming from Climber, but some, some unique potential partnerships. And, you know, we hope that that experience that we can deliver is just truly special. That's awesome. Well, this has been really great. Thank you, Nat, for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. 
If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, If you have questions for our guests, just reach out 